What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is Make It Plain. M.I.P. With Masamela Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Plain. Get woke. All right, we're live here on the campus of Howard University with the student Blackburn Takeover, my dear friend Donald Temple, their counsel, who counseled us in 89 and 90 when we took over Howard and UDC. Sister Erica, tell us, how long have you been out here at this point? How many days has it been? Today is day 19, um, day 19. of Blackburn Takeover. Uh, we have been trying to get administration to listen to their students, to do the right thing by the broader Howard community, and to get them to understand that our voices are important and our voices as students matter. Our voices as Howard students matter. Our voices as black students matter. What, what, are, what are the outstanding demands that still have not been met yet? We have been asking for a town hall for all of the students at Howard so that we can sit down with our president and our administrators and the board to discuss the grievances that have been happening here. We have been asking for a comprehensive housing plan so that students don't continue to go unhoused and for the housing that students do have to be safe housing and healthy housing. And we have also been demanding that we be reinstated on the board of trustees so that we have a voice and autonomy over what happens to us as students at this school. So is the administration even dialoguing with you? Are they trying to meet any of those demands? There are no negotiations going on as of yet. We have met with their legal counsel twice now and they are refusing to budge. So Donald, what, what, what's next? I mean, you're the counsel. Uh, and, uh, Erica saying there's no negotiation going on right now. It, what, what, what is your next step? We next sent step? a letter to them yesterday asking them to restart to negotiate, restart and have a negotiation. They have refused to even discuss the students' concerns. Number one, we had three, two meetings, one on Monday, one on Wednesday, and an attempted meeting on Friday. Mm -hmm. We're asking them to resume and to have a real negotiation starting 
on tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting to hear from their council. In addition to that, the uh, students are meeting and calling for all stakeholders meeting, alumni, faculty, and students. And you can speak on that, Jenny. So tonight at 8 p.m. we'll do a Zoom meeting where for the first time, students will be able to hear from other students in a way in a, that's so candidly. We can all come together and not only share our stories from faculty and alumni, but come up with solutions as a community because we're only strong together. Yeah. We're better together, we're stronger together, and we see this through together. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, um, it's false, it's inherently false to say that this is only, these issues are only a reflection of a few students, or this is only a problem for a small percentage of the campus or 30 rooms, and that's not true. This has been a problem for 20 years. I'm 20, and it was a problem before I was born. And for students to be coming together to fix these problems, and amnesty and and amnesty not be on the table, and retaliation to be on the table, for them to want to make an example out of us, let's make an example of how Howard can set the change that it's supposed to be for the rest of the nation. How are you all, in terms of resources, food, water, blankets, support, how, how is that going? We're very, we're very tired. Um, we've been out here for over two weeks now. It's 19 days. 19 days. We're, we're going into our third week. We will be coming upon our third week. And if it were not for the D.C. community, the alumni, and the faculty that have been supporting us, we would be in this building freezing. They have donated, they have given their time, their resources, their efforts to support the students. We need heaters. We need, it's cold out here. We need blankets. We need air mattresses, sleeping bags, tents, because more students are coming. More students continue to show up every day. As well as alumni. As well as alumni, as well as community members who've decided to sleep in solidarity. People have traveled as far as Texas, California, um, flown internationally from Ghana um, to donate. This is the groundwork for the protest. Uh, Howard, the protest that I'm beginning in Montgomery, by the way. Again, Howard. Howard sets the frame of reference by the, the new law. Rose Parks says, me and Jess, I'm marching. I met with Fred uh, Gray because will the law be fulfilled? The lawyers, uh, Baker Motley and, and Rao and uh, Houston and Thurgood Marshall had some feelings about Dr. King because the Montgomery got so much credit. But the, the premise, Howard was the premise. So it's a, Channing Hill. Channing Hill. And that's Erica. Yeah. Erica England. Okay. Everyone say your names because we, we're streaming. Like, what's your name? Tiana Green. Monique Thomas. Where are you from? Minnesota. Maryland. Just Jackson, the great state of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a That's right, you were. You were student right. protester, yes, ma'am. The great state of Texas. Okay. That's right. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. All right now. Yes, yes. Got the right name. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah, Vines, born in Brooklyn, raised in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, some more there. Elizabeth Cunningham, Indianapolis, Indiana. I was born in Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get these yes. people to school. These are the students. Call these are, these are the students. I'm Jasmine. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, I'm Letty Rose Cargill. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. So this, you all, all, are you all staying outside or inside? It's both. So we have about 150 students that stay here at night. 
Half are staying outside, half stay inside. So some people are sleeping in these bags? Yes. On so, the sidewalk? So we, so we are drying those out because the past couple of days it was a lot, a lot of rain. So a lot of the tents got rained out, so they have to air dry. More MIP after this message. Hey there, I'm Nadia Komodo. Check out my show, Tigress, which is basically my unfiltered and unapologetic journey of being a work in progress. Like, I hope that I am authentic and I try to be as unfiltered as I possibly can. I am so passionate about what I do, from talking about periods to wanting to build community around the cause to loving the business that I'm working on. Tune in each week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are streamed. But I did want to say to you all, you know, you know, I've been coming here every year at the chapel. And we were up here this week, and everybody's fighting about the Build Back Better and infrastructure and how much money is going to be. I think they talked about $150 billion for housing. But there's some 2 million people in this country, 2 to 3 million people that are on the verge of homelessness, right? And there are four million families that get up every morning and can buy unleaded gas and can't buy unleaded water. Do you hear what I said? There, there, there's, there's, there's not a county in this country, and I'm getting to something, county in this country where you can work 725 and afford a basic two-bedroom apartment. Right? Not a county in the whole country, in the wealthiest nation world. The president is, is over at the G20. Every country over there except us guarantees health care. So part of what I wanted to say, um, I wanted to come by, and I, and I was going to, you know, because we were going to be here anyway. When I heard about this, I said I wanted to come over. Two, two things. First of all, been in your spot, Reverend Jackson has as student leaders. You all have to do this. You know, you have to set your narrative. You have to do this because you're going to be here. And, and, and we can be supportive. But the other piece of it is while you're here in this space, think about Howard, think about the dorms, think about the mold, and then think about it beyond here too. And what does being here and what you being here in this moment, some of y'all are freshmen. Majority. Majority freshmen, okay. So, so if the majority of you are freshmen, what does this, where is, what is something, and I'm serious, I'm a preacher at the end of the day, is the spirit trying to set in place much further than just when you, this, this battle? And also, um, in regards to the demands, a lot, uh, one of the demands that we have in regards to a housing plan, that has gotten a lot of traction nationwide, but yeah. there are four demands that we have. Yeah, I saw um, them four, I was yeah. reading them. So, like, for instance, um, the Board of Trustees took the voting rights away from students, faculty, and alumni, and then that's happening on campus. We're still fighting for our voting rights to this day, as of right now. And um, I'm meeting with um, President Wayne, our administration, and student body. And so, as I was saying, but as you said that, that reminded me, I remember when we fought that battle in North Carolina, of Jackson fought it when he was trying, I fought it to put students on the Board of Trustees, not just of the college, but on the board of trustees of the whole university system. What we also did, but when we were fighting for that, as we were in a room like this, fighting, we started thinking, though, about, wait a minute. Not only do we need a space 
on the Board of Trustees, why is it that we don't have a precinct on this campus? See, I'm, I'm just, as I said this morning about how to speak, I'm just a little elder. I'm not trying to tell y'all what to do because you got But in the process, something goes on in moments like this that thinks here and then here. And because and, and, it's something that you all will be doing. When, when, when I first, before I met Reverend years ago, my first uh, protest was when the school was changed the rules on how students could pay because it used to be they could pay four times in the semester because people were on the farms and the mom and dad didn't make, you know, they had to take the stuff to, to sell. Then all of a sudden they cut it and a whole lot of our students, my friends, were getting thrown out of school. So we protested, <coughs> similar to what you did, took over the thing, and said, well, y'all can do this. But in the process, of it, we also started thinking, not only is this about this, why is it that these HBUCs get so less amount of money? Why is it that we don't have free payout grant? And so it produced, we won the battle on the campus, but we didn't end on the campus. And so I really, that's why I wanted to come. I don't know why the world that something that we did with all week. I wanted to come and just you know, encourage you in what you're doing. But say, in this moment, you know, just like the housing issue is here, you think about what we, this country did in the midst of COVID. We gave folk in COVID a, a moratorium on paying, we did not give them a forgiveness. So they gave folk moratorium for three months, but then said in the fourth month, you gotta pay all three plus the four. Mm -hmm. If you couldn't pay the three, how are you gonna pay all four at one time? Mm -hmm. So that's my word to you as a, as, as, and I hope you honor it as a, as a I'm somewhat a male. And I've said to Dean, you know, we're planning to mass poor people's camp, uh, poor people's assembly, low wage workers assembly, moral march on Washington in June 18th of next year. We're going to be on this campus a lot. Amelia Barnes' nephew, where is he? Right here. Right here. He is right here with us. He's working. And I said to Dean Richard, I'd love to come over sometimes and listen. I'm going to be moving but also to share some things that at least gives you some other pieces of how to look at this. You know, you heard while I was praying, Reverend Jack said, hate it. See, if I'm, if I'm concerned about this, as you're rightfully so, deep, this is right, but, but it creates a deeper sense. See, every protest should get, gives us a deeper consciousness, right? So my prayer um, for you, is there is a prayer, and I can't repeat it, Reverend Dash. I can't repeat Dean Richard in verbatim, but this is the prayer I'm going to pray for you all. Yeah. It's a prayer of, from St. Francis of Assisi. Yes, I don't know if y'all heard yes. and, and I don't, I, it might not my mind, but here's yes. the essence of it. Here's the essence of it. And I'm going to try to paraphrase it and, and remix it, but I want y'all to hear it, right? And then I want to come back later. We just sit down and talk because I'm interested in you, right? And, and as Reverend. The first part of that prayer says, Lord, Bless us with tears that we might be able to cry with those who are suffering. And, and I hear that when you all say how people are helping. That's why they're helping because they're starting to connect with you. Your face is just starting. Then that same prayer says, Lord, bless us with anger. But not, not, notice it didn't say hatred of man, it says anger. 
the kind of anger at injustice that gives us the conviction to keep pushing to change. I'm paraphrasing the prayer. The next thing it says, Lord, bless us with enough foolishness of faith <laughs> to believe that what others say can't be done. Because y'all are being told a lot what ain't going to happen can't happen. Mm -hmm. What others mm -hmm. can't be done can actually be made possible. So that in our lives, Lord, bless us, you students and administrators, first of all, with enough tears, a, a sense. When, you know, tell people, don't, like I always tell don't rob people of their concern. Don't, don't tell them they shouldn't be concerned. Bless the students, bless the administrators, bless you all. Bless others who want to help you with the, the, the necessary tears to cry. And but the tears you may cry about this opens your concern for much broader than this. Bless you with the sufficient anger. Never hate anger and grief. Anger at injustice, right? That it makes you want to work for. And then bless you with enough foolishness of faith that you can hold on and believe when others say what cannot be done. Yes. That is my prayer for all of you. More MIP after this message. Changed the law. 
we, uh, when they said in Greensboro in 1960, they were testing the law. Marsh and Greenville, we testing the law. Six four decision, test the law. Bullhorns Act. That's why Bullhorns Act 65, women got the right to vote in 68, something like that. Uh, she got the right to vote in, in 70, right to vote on campus in 72, something like that. And then by language, 75. So you have the right to vote on campus. Is a precinct. You should run some out for Congress from this district, from, from, from this precinct. Mm -hmm. Saying that elected Congress person, a council person. You must exercise that right to vote. You, if, you're from, if you're from New York, you're not going back home just to vote. Talk to me, somebody. You're not going back to Chicago just to vote. So I, I should vote. I should vote. Wherever. Wherever. I receive my mail. Wherever I receive my mail. Wherever, I, home is where I, where I say. The last two or three nights in a row. The last two or three nights in a row. Y'all got that? Y'all got that? Is that my point? Is that you doing the right thing? With Bob and Summer, he increased your troops today. I want to say this also about the president. He must have a bigger vision. He is not the object of your attack. He has a bigger responsibility than President Howard. This is the major federal university of America. He can't just, he says, I mean, this is represent uh, Howard graduating, some 24%. You're down in the backwoods of Mississippi making $4 or $5 an hour. You, 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 you go to school one year as a big deal. You don't finish, you, you can't afford to finish. So we got to, so Howard has to represent all the students everywhere, right? That's right. Susan and, and the last Susan in Maryland, they got to, they got to follow Howard too. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You really represent America. That's why we're going to maybe look at maybe a summit conference, Susan at, at Howard early on, maybe in the spring. Uh, Susan and professors are coming around the country. Summit meeting on, on uh, fish. They got dumbers no problem. Yep. Millers got dumbers no problem. We got Susan on the funded. Right. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I want you to, to appreciate how big your struggle is. And uh, that, that, Dr. Temple, you got a great, great lawyer here, freedom fighter lawyer. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, want to, I want to say something about your lawyer. Uh, my name is Reverend Mark Thompson. I'm an alum. And there are many of us who are mobilized to help you in a more tangible way. I want you to know that I'm going to leave my number. If some of us on a conference call, some of us who were in here in 89 and even before that, your attorney has represented every major student protest in this city over probably the past 30, 40 years. I first went to Georgetown. In 85, we shut down Georgetown to get a divest from South Africa. Donald Temple was there. In 89, it was here at Howard. In 90, I was at UDC, and we did the same thing. And in between the 89 protests at Howard, and, the, and this will show you how important student protest is, between the 89 protests at Howard, and the 90 protests at UDC, and both schools supported each other. We also organized the student boycott against Virginia Beach in that time because the police, we used to go to Virginia Beach every year, every Labor Day weekend. Police beat us up, we stopped that. Yeah. Then we also organized the Howard students and the black students and the whole and UDC students in the whole metropolitan area, organized the first protest on Martin Luther King's birthday because Daddy Bush was vulgar enough to call for the war in Iraq on January 15th. That's when the bombs started dropping, on the, the, the day of the peacemaker. 
So we organize. So this, you come from a rich history. And here is a student protester right here. He went home uh, to Greenville to protest them not letting them in the library. So what you all are doing is part of a rich legacy. To me, any Howard president would know. If you take a job to be Howard president, you got to know you're probably going to get protested. Mm -hmm. And why not, for a change, agree with the protesters? Mm -hmm. Speaking of the movement, this brother here, Elliot, mm -hmm. is the nephew, the grand nephew, mm -hmm. is that right, mm -hmm. of Miss Amelia Boynton. How many people know who that is? Miss Boynton and her husband were who invited Dr. King first to Selma. And that's what started the Selma movement. As, as Reverend Jackson prays, I just wanted to thank you, uh, Reverend, uh, for coming. I don't know about everybody here, but I graduated from Howard in 71. And I uh, started ubiquity, and I'm a member of the fraternity. And we love Howard University. That's right. I mean, Howard University runs in our veins. And it's going to be here for the rest of your lives. Every relationship, every experience, the people even you meet in the administration, the professors, this is who we are. The reason why we are here is because the history informs the future. Amen. And our future is critical. And our future is you, each and every one of you. And your future is going to be your children and your children's children. And so I just want to say, Reverend Jackson, before you pray, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Dr. Ron Walters. Ron Walters. Ron Walters. Dr. Walters was our generation's preeminent political scientist. That's right. He even was the architect of the end of apartheid. So it's a lot of legacy, and I know he would have stood right here. Right here out of Douglas Hall. Right, right here. Uh, and she wanted to say something. Reverend Jackson, before you pray, I want to talk a little bit on, I want Mr. Temple to talk a little bit on where we go from here. You know, you're in this building. We're rallying support. How will we succeed? What is, what, where do we go from here? Let me be quick about it because time, Reverend Jackson and others, we get, you guys got things, you're doing something tonight, but just so the record is clear, um, once we were retained, actually a week ago, Sunday, I immediately contacted my Georgetown Law School classmate over there in the, in the A building and told her we wanted to meet on Monday. We did meet on Monday. We, met on Wednesday, we attempted to meet on Friday. On Monday, we were told clearly before we started that there would be no discussion of student concerns nor a negotiation unless the students first left and that amnesty mm -hmm. wasn't going to be necessarily <coughs> given because the students should not be in this building um, as compared to the A building in 2018. We terminated that discussion because it was not a starter. Mm -hmm. Okay, because the, the notion of threatening the students uh, and not giving them amnesty was a problem for a lot of reasons because the students weren't here in the first place because of what the students did. So we had a second meeting and we pushed again for that meeting on Wednesday which occurred at 3 o'clock in Douglas Hall and we were told the same thing. We, we were prepared, I want to be clear Reverend, we were prepared on Wednesday after considerable discussion to resolve this protest. We were prepared to resolve this protest 
We were asked to prepare an amnesty agreement, and on Friday morning, I did that, and it took a lot of time to prepare it. We prepared an amnesty agreement, provided it to the administration, uh, as per request, as a matter of fact. They would not even return the call for a meeting at that time. I wrote them a letter as well, and I urged that we come to the table. On Wednesday, on Wednesday last week, with every breath of air in my body, and these students are witnesses, because I am an alumni here. That's right. We urge the administration to negotiate with the students. Not come and tell us what you will negotiate about or not, but in the negotiation, you negotiate. In negotiation, they refused. Mm. And rather underscored the fact that the students should not be in this building and that there are potential consequences, which to our mind suggested uh, an intent potentially to punish the students, and it raised a cloud of retaliation. And so we have sent another note again, and I will send another note today, again, asking for them to come to the table. It's getting to the point now that um, we're prayerful because we know that it can be resolved and because the students and the administration want to resolve it. So we're prayerful that this effort will result in a resolution. I don't really want to debate or ask any questions about it because it's, it's too intense for them and it's too time consuming. Mm -hmm. But I'd like Reverend Jackson's time to be appreciated. You told the president on Wednesday and you set up with a kind of arrogant position. Well, how it is and all that. How it is, what is it? That level of federal government is federal institution. And you graduate a higher level here because most ministers here could go to other schools, right? Children, you chose for me, right? And so that's the, the right reason to come here. You will not, you will not last this protest. He's taking it personal. He's a, he's a medical doctor. He's doing medical work right now. That's a, good, that's a good virtue for him to have. And he's the reason one other person has. That's a good virtue. Which yeah. is, it should say, say without vision. Without vision. People without vision. Without vision. Without vision. People perish. People perish. People perish. What he should do right now, given the protest as, as it builds, is it's going to build too. If anybody leaves, all of us will leave. And goes, yeah, I'm going to first come to jail with you. We're not going to right. take no foolish about that. That's right. But he, is, he, 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 he is not the problem. He's not the problem. Not the solution. Not the solution. Because what happened is we saw protests in black prisons, as I said last night. We, we can get rid of black prisons pretty fast. But the Congress is holding up money. Well, about being the full but money can come quite through too. At some point, we can march from the White House. Hello. Hello. White House. Public housing. We have to put Howard, man, put it circling around the whole Congress, the whole Congress. Lock, lock it on. A giant protest by Howard. You see, we're joining real fast. You see, Virginia Union, all that. Morgan State. And the protest is about the budget cuts. They cut out. City colleges out the budget. Cut out uh, uh, family leave out the budget. Mm -hmm. uh, more medical uh, uh, care for people who don't have it. Uh, I was in the hospital a month or so ago, and the doctor told me I, I've been there. I went to take my wife, and she, she had COVID signs. And I was kind of, I, I, I feel kind of lethargic. I thought it was my work schedule. Took a test that you're positive. You were you died last night. You hadn't been in the hospital. Mm -hmm. I was that close to death. Four days, I was positive, and then negative, and then 
went to went to rehab because I could not walk a step. I had to learn how to walk again. Three weeks. Couldn't talk for two days, two days, two weeks. So I'm learning how to walk and talk again. Mm -hmm. I'm not learning how to walk and talk. That, that's why I know there's a God factor in this thing. Yeah. E each of us has a story. That's right. Father, Jesse Jackson is my third name. I never had my father's name. I was Jesse Robinson. I had my grandmother, I was Jesse Burns. I was the 12 and adopted Jesse Jackson. See, see, each of us has a story to tell. Amen. We do. Each of us has a story. Amen. Each of us has, there, your, your experience is valid. One day I remember, July 7th, I, said, I, went to, I went to jail with eight students. That, that's the biggest thing in my resume, the freedom fight. <laughs> that is not born when I was born again. The freedom fight is born again. Freedom fight is born again. You better come to Howard or, or a prison. I know you about the tourism class. Where, that's where you learn all that. <laughs> that's this, is, this is learning. This is learning. One, one negotiation is that the teachers who teach must, must allow you to make up time. Because you put this bliss average. Yeah. Their job. That's right. Satchel. That's right. So you, you, go, you can't go into class three weeks behind. They must give you time to catch up. And they must work mentoring. You okay? I need that. Uh, uh, every time we did it, the faculty association joined us. They stood with us. They here. Okay, well, that's good. That's what counts. They let's, let's, pray, let's, pray. Let's, pray. let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, repeat our Father and our God. Our Father and our God, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. Look upon us. Look upon us as our children. As our children. Children to be adults. Them to be adults. Make sense of an insane world. Make sense of an insane world. No, you can if you will. No, you can if you will. They can if you will. There's nothing too hard for you. Nothing too hard for you. Yes, true. Yes, true. We became slave ships. Slave ships. Championship. Championship. And now I had the right to vote. Now I have the right to vote. The power to elect mayors and congresspeople. The power to elect mayors and congresspeople. And pick cotton. Pick cotton. And pick presidents. And now pick presidents. Use this renewed power. Use this renewed power. Courage of our convictions. The courage of our convictions. Now be applied. They be applied. Make us better. Make us better. Bless those who are struggling today. Bless those who are struggling today. Close this bill and open up their minds. Close this bill and open up their minds. We urge those who are protesting today to hold out. We urge those, those protesting today to hold out. Others who are to join them. Others to join them. To lead at every at every grade level. And every grade level. level. Panhandle council. Panhandle council. council. Football team. Football team. Basketball team. Basketball team. Basketball team. team. All those who care. All, All those, those who care. care. Tours of the protest. To join us. To join us. School is this. Students. Schools and students. Not for administrators. Not for administrators. We can do without them. We can do without students. Can't do without students. Yeah, yeah, we thank you, dear God. We thank you, dear God. Give us the strength to hold on. 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 Give us the strength Somebody. I am. I am. Somebody. Somebody. I am. I am. Somebody. 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 Respect me. Protect me. Protect me. Never neglect me. Never neglect me. Red and yellow. Red and yellow. Red and yellow. Brown, black, and white. Brown, black, and white. All precious. All precious. God's sight. In God's sight. Everybody is somebody. Everybody is somebody. Somebody. Children. Keep protesting. Keep protesting. Victor's assured. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, 
And wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co.